body faces a struggle, and they all handle it in different ways. But it is real. It's real. And I said, yes, Lord. Now, looking at verse number four in Acts chapter number 27, okay? Now, verse four says, and Paul is speaking here. He says, and when we had launched from thence, we sailed under Cyprus, which means fair condition, because the winds were contrary. We're going to find that in navigating through life storms, adversities are going to come. You're going to have trouble in, in the midst of your storm. You're going to have adversities. You, that will be an opposing force. You can expect an opposing force when you are going through your storm. So never think that, that it's going to be smooth sailing because it's not. It's never going to be smooth sailing. But you've got to be able to learn how to navigate through those winds of adversity or through those winds of difficulty, okay? Now, and even those opposing forces that, can, that will rise up against you, you will still have to be able to know how to navigate through those things. Now, in verse number 7, it says, And when we had sailed slowly many days... And scarce was come over against Snidus, the wind not suffering us, we sailed under Crete over against Salam. Now, what, what, what is he saying here? There are times, the Lord says, that when you're going through the storms of life, that it will be to a point that seems like everything is at a standstill or at a snail's pace. It's, it's like you can't seem to get ahead. Amen? But, uh, and it appears like you might be back paddling, going backwards instead of forward. Anybody felt that? <laughs> Amen? Seems like you're going backwards instead of forward. But yet you still have to navigate through that part of the, of the storm. You've got to navigate through that. Because everything has a purpose. You've got to understand, you have opposing forces. Let me say this. Satan is real. Amen. <laughs> He's real. His demonic, his demonic uh, uh, imps, they're real. And it's their job to make sure you do not reach your destination nor your purpose that God has for your life. That, that's their job. They're on it 24-7. They are on it 24-7. So even though it may appear, because the, the Scripture says in verse 7, it says, the wind not suffering us to sail. See, it's, it's not going to be smooth sailing, but you're still going to be able to navigate. So We won't be able to navigate at the pace we may have done in the previous times. But as long as you continue to navigate, you'll reach your destination. You'll, you'll reach it, okay? So, so we have to understand now, uh, in reaching our destination, there are some other things that has to come into play. Now, looking at verse number 9. Looking at verse number 9. Mm -hmm, verse number 9. In verse number 9, it says, Now, when much time was spent, much time was lost, 
And when sailing was now dangerous, because the fast was now already past, Paul, which means being restrained by the word, he admolished them. Hmm. He admolished them. All right. Then it says in verse 10, And said unto them, Sirs, I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt and much damage, not only of the lighting and ship, but also of our lives. And I'm going to go ahead and read verse number 11. It says, Nevertheless, the centurion believed the master and the owner of the ship more than those things which were spoken by Paul. Journey, on this journey. It's dangerous. We're going to suffer some losses. We'll lose some things. And there will be some damages, but you keep on navigating. You keep moving. Now, I'm going to read verse number 29, and it's going to take us to where we need to be. Now, in verse number 29, it talks about, uh, Then, fearing lest we should have fallen upon rocks, they cast four anchors out of the stern and wished for day. Hmm. They cast four anchors out of the stern and they wish for the day. Now, we're going to talk about these four anchors. We're going to talk about what these four anchors are in navigating through your storm. The four anchors. It's very important that we, we, we catch hold to this, these four anchors. Now, the first anchor that we're going to need while we're navigating uh, life storms, uh, the first one is avoid storms by making wise decisions. First thing, you want to avoid storms by making wise decisions. Have anybody been affected by decisions that other folk made? <laughs> Amen. You can, you, can, you can be affected by other people's decisions if you get caught up in their storm. Okay? Now, in the, in the scripture that we, we read, in verse number 9, we're going to go back to that because there's a warning. Paul says, now, I, is, I was unwise to set sail, and the people did not heed to the warning or the endangering of the entire crew and the ship. Now, in verse number 9, it talks about how dangerous the journey was. All right? And verse number 10, the warning comes in Acts 27. Here comes the warning. It says, and said unto them, sir, Paul is speaking, God will always give you good counsel during a time of a storm. He will always give you good counsel. He says in verse 10, and said unto them, Sirs, I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt and much damage, not only of the lady, meaning the, the cargo and the ship, but also of our lives. The first warning was, if you keep going down the path that you're going and do not heed to the warnings of God, you're going to suffer loss. God will speak and is speaking to all of us how to navigate through life storms, how to navigate. First thing you want to do to make sure you can minimize the losses that you have 
is be careful who you listen to. Be careful whom you listen to. Hmm. Because every decision that is made or someone else make will affect your life. Every decision. Every decision that someone else makes will affect your life. That is what happened here in this text. Because they received the warning. They, were gonna, they said if you continue the path you're going, there's going to be a loss of your cargo. See, that cargo can, can be both spiritual as well as physical. Because when we, make, we follow wrong decisions or wrong counsel, sometimes we get caught up and we're on the wrong path and we will lose spiritually. We'll lose spiritually. And there is collateral as well as emotional damage. Have you ever lost some stuff that's collateral damage, but then there's some emotional stuff that you go through as well? Emotional damage. Because, see, when people make wise decisions and you you follow those decisions, then there comes some emotional damage with that as well as those losses that are collateral. Because in verse number 11, it says, Nevertheless, the centurion believed the master and the owner of the ship more than those things that were spoken of. In other words, they did not believe the man of God or the messenger of God. Let me put it that way. They did not believe the messenger of God. But what they did was they believed the one that was over the ship, the centurion. They believed him rather than the message of God. And, that, and see, that's something we've got to learn. That's the very first thing in avoiding those storms. Make sure you make wise decisions. Be careful who you follow. Amen. you got to be careful who you follow follow because what will happen it will cause you some damage and 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 see once we understand that it will cause us damage that's the time we need to say okay uh uh-oh wrong counsel i i i got to let you go i i can't i can't deal with you i i can't receive what you are saying because this is wrong counsel how many folk have followed the wrong people and they gave you wrong counsel and you suffer loss right and anytime you suffer loss, it's also emotional loss too. Because you go through some changes. So and 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 the upcoming things that's going to happen uh down the road and 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 it's in, in process right now, make sure that the counsel that we get is wise counsel. Don't even begin to listen to those that think they know. Think. Case in point, they're probably going to get me. They may shut me off, but anyway, how is it, I'm going to go here. How is it <laughs> that one minute they tell us you got to wear a mask, you got to take the, the shots and all this stuff, you know? The next minute, when things are not going the way they want it, they tell us, Take the vaccine. Take off your mask. Okay, everything's gravy. You can, you can go and do whatever you want. You can enjoy family now. Then all of a sudden, what happens then? Now the next thing they're saying, even with the shot, you've got to wear a mask. What is the truth? 
I mean, uh, come on, what, what's the truth? I mean, what really is the truth? See, we got to listen. Let me, let, I'm going to say this too. I, in, I encountered a young man last week. And it's ironic, I had gone to the doctor's office, and I saw his wife, but I didn't recognize his wife. Later on, I was at a store, and I saw this man walking across the parking lot. I said, I know who that is. And I called him by name. And he began to tell me that God had spoken to him for about three months, maybe four months, saying, do not be vaccinated. God, he told me out of his own mouth. God told him, don't do it. Something or somebody spoke to him on May 6th. He got the date down pat. He said, on May 6th, he said, what did I do? He said, I go right on and I get vaccinated. And I'm not telling you what to do, not to do. That's your decision. But I'm going to tell you experiences of people. He said, ever since I got vaccinated, he said, I've been having heart problems. He said, I know my body. And when I try to explain to the doctor what's going on with my body and my heart, I'm having problems with my heart, they want to kind of shove it off. But I tell them, no, you're you going to check me out because I didn't have this problem before I got vaccinated. But that was a prime example where Paul had spoken to these men and said, if you set sail, there's going to be some damage. You're going to lose some cargo, maybe even your lives. But they believed someone else because they thought they knew. They believed, can we say it, the science. Trust the science is what they say. Trust the science. Think about it. How many people have we trusted that gave us wrong information and we suffered behind it? Thank you, brother. Amen. We suffer behind it. So God says now we've got to get to the point where we make sure that we do not listen to man but listen to God. That's why you got to have a relationship with God. If you don't have a relationship with God, you can't even hear God. When God's speaking, you think it's, oh, that's man speaking. No, you better know when God's speaking and when man is speaking. That way he said, as we go through this, you'll be able to avoid, avoid this wrong counsel or bad decisions because it will affect your life. It will, it will do that, okay? Now, the next thing God says is this. Hmm. He says in verse number 13, the second anchor. Verse 13. Remember they said they dropped four anchors, right? First one is is avoid wrong counsel. All right, verse number 13, it says, And when the south wind blew softly, supposing that they had obtained their purpose, loosing thence they sailed close by Crete. Now, the word Crete there means a place of healing. It also talks about a south wind that blew softly, supposing that you got to look at these words, supposing that they had obtained their purpose. Okay, they feel, okay, we okay now. We, we, we can continue this pathway. No. The, sec- the second anchor is you have to make sure that you take charge of your storm. 
Don't let your storm take charge of you. We got to understand it. You make sure you take charge of your storm and do not allow it to take charge of you. Because, see, things is going to ease up and it's going to appear that it's okay. It's going to appear. You see what it says? Supposedly, they had obtained their purpose. Then verse 14 says, but, as always a but. It's always a but. But not long after there rose against it a tempest wind called the Uwakadon. Hmm. The Uwakadon. A wind. A, con, a, a wind that's contrary, a violent, agitative wind, you walk it up. And, and, and the Lord says, now this wind, hmm, because it comes from the northeast, this wind is the wind that takes complete control of your entire being. It, it, it is within. East is within. This is northeast. It's within. It's, it's within, and it will take completely control of your entire being. It, 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 it takes you to and fro, okay? Now, watch verse number 15, because remember now, you've got, you got to take charge of your storm. That's the second thing we're going to have to do, take charge of your storm. Now, verse 15 says, And when the ship was caught and could not bear up into the wind, we let her drive. Have anyone ever gave in to their storm when they said, we let her drive? We didn't didn't fight it. We didn't take control of it. We just submitted to it. We we allow it to drive. We, we, We didn't surrender. But we allowed it to drive. In other words, it took full control and it did to us whatever it wanted to do. Your storm. Your storm. It, it, that's what's happened. God says, you got to learn how to navigate. You got to learn how to navigate through life storms because if you do not take charge of your storm, your storm will take charge of you. So you got to take charge of your storm. You got to take charge of it. Because, see, if you don't take charge of your storm, your life will forever be a life of, well, I don't know what to do. I, it's going to always be this way. No. It's not going to always be this way. Because you've got the power. You have God on, on the inside of you. That's why that Eurachodon has to, 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 to really take charge within you to, 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 to take you to a place where you say, oh, not, not today, devil. Not today. Have anybody ever said that lately? Not today, devil. Because he coming with every time you turn around, he coming with something. Every time you come turn around, he is coming with something, and you got to be able to say to him, "Not today." And you got to be able to speak to your storm because see, life and death is in the power of the tongue. You got the power. You can speak to your storm and say, "Peace, be still." So, so, so that second thing now, as we navigate through life, life uh, situations, we have to make sure that we take charge of our storm. Now, now, verse number 16 says, And running on a certain island, which is called Claudia, had much work to come by the boat. It takes work to overthrow your storm. 
You cannot sit down and say, oh, God, I know you're going to take care of it. You're going to handle it. No, get up. Get up from, that, from, from the pity party and take charge of your storm. This is what they did. This is what they did. It says now, they talked about they had much work to do. Verse 17 says, which when they had taken up, they used helps, undergirding the ship and fearing lest they should fall into quicksand, they strike sail and so were driven. Watch verse 18. 18 says, and we believe exceedingly, and we being exceedingly tossed with a tempest the next day they lighten the ship. Okay, what do they do? In your storm, while you're navigating, there are some things you've got to throw overboard. You cannot keep everything in the storm. You've got to throw some things overboard. The Bible says here, they lighten the ship. They threw things overboard. Those things that, that, that's affecting you from getting to your purpose or fulfilling your purpose and your destination, some things just got to be tossed overboard. We got to throw things overboard. That's what God says. When you're taking charge of your storm, there's some things got to be thrown overboard. And then it says now, in verse number 19, it says, And the third day we cast out with our own hands the tackling of the ship. Hmm. And then verse, verse number 20. Watch what happens with verse 20. It says, And when neither sun nor stars in many days appeared, and no small tempest lay on us, all hope that we should be saved was then taken away. Now, why is that verse significant? Why is that verse important? Now, you, you then threw things overboard, and you figure, okay, this is going to help me in my storm. I'm going to toss some stuff overboard. Then it talks about how they were not able to continue to navigate because the sun and the stars. Back, back in the, that day, when they were sailing and using ships, they used the sun and the stars for navigation, to get from point A to point B. But sometimes, have you ever noticed that the stars or the sun might be hid behind some clouds? And when it's hid behind some clouds, you're not able to really know which way to go because you can't see. You can't navigate when you can't see. Okay? We're going somewhere. We're going somewhere. When you can't see, it's what the Bible says in that latter part of verse 20. And they, this is how they felt. All hope that we should be saved was then taken away. When there are dark days, thank you, Holy Spirit. When there are dark days in our lives, sometimes we do feel kind of hopeless if we can be real. Amen. Because, see, church folks is like, oh, I got, I'm blessed, I'm highly favored, and I got it all going on, and they tore up from the floor. Amen. Because they're bad. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit said you're bad. With, church folk bad about lying. They're bad about lying. Oh, it's, 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 it's wonderful. All is well. Is it? 
Because inside, your whole insides is tore up. And your outside, oh, it's just so wonderful. It's just so, oh, everything is so great today. Is it? But see, you, there are times in your life, I don't know about y'all, but there are times in my life, oh, Lord, this doesn't seem like this is hopeless. It's, it's a dog day. It's, it's a dog day. Because your focus point, don't get, let me get too far here. The focus point, mm, your focus point is wrong. See, God says now, now because they were looking to something else to lead and guide them, to navigate them, then they had their focus point incorrect. See, we will look to man rather than look to God. We've got the wrong focus point. That focus point was, okay, the sun and, and, and the stars, and we, this is how we travel at night, and this is how we travel in the daytime. But when those dog days come, we can't see. And that's why it is with so many people in the body of Christ, they're at a point where they cannot see because they have the wrong focus point. Wrong focus point. Now, looking at, let's, let's look at verse number Verse number 21, okay? Because, see, the third anchor is your reference point. What is your reference point? Who is your reference point? Okay? Now, verse number 21 and Acts 27 says, But after a long absence, silence. You know, sometimes God will hush on us. Sometimes God will be silent <laughs> and, and let us do our own thing, okay? Now, he says, but after a long absence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, you sh- or ye should have hearkened or listened unto me and to have gained this harm and loss. Sirs, you should have hearkened unto me and not have loosed from Crete, that healing place, and to have gained this harm and all. In other words, there are times and there will be times where God will have to reprimand us for being disobedient. Anybody been disobedient? <laughs> oh, yeah, amen. And that's what my hands going up. He, he, will, he will reprimand us. For being disobedient. See, he'll, he'll be, he will be quiet for a moment. He'll be silent. And he said, okay, let, let, let him go ahead and fight. Let, let him go ahead and wrestle. Wrestle in the storm. You see, see, we, we got storms going on. We're just a wrestling. We're just a wrestling. God said, let him go ahead. Because their focus point is wrong. The focus point. And then he says, I've got to reprimand you. Because, see, if God does not reprimand us, we'll keep going the way we're going. And even though the pathway is incorrect or wrong, okay? Now, and verse number 22 says this. It says, and now, okay, here, here, here comes some good stuff. And now I exalt you to be of good cheer. You see how God talks to us when we didn't, hmm, that word, I guess I might as well say it, it came up in my mind, okay? When we didn't screwed up, okay? Can I, can I say that? Yeah, he, 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 he comes with a, a good word. He said, and now I exhort you to, uh, to be of good cheer. In other words, I got this. God said, okay, I know you, I know you messed up. But he, then he says, listen, 
Listen, but don't don't worry. He said, be of good cheer. He says, for there shall be no loss of any man's life among you but of the ship. See, there's some consequences to our actions. There are consequences. That's why God has to reprimand us, okay? But he also encourages us in the process of the navigation because, see, he, we have to fulfill his purpose and reach the destination that he has for us, okay? So, so and, and that third point, you, you got to make sure what your reference point is, all right? Then it goes on and says, it says this, all right? Verse number 23 says, now Paul begins to talk, the man of God. For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve. And verse 24 says, saying, fear not, Paul, thou must be brought before Caesar, and, and lo, God has given thee all them that sail with thee. See, even though other people were on that ship, God spared their life too. He did not spare their life because of the centurion or the captain of the ship or because of them. They, he spared their life because of Paul. Do you not know we can be in a group and that one person, see, there's only one person that even acknowledged God, and that was Paul. That one person on board can be the one that would save everybody else's life. That one person. That one person that has faith in God because, see, he had a relationship with God. And the reason why we know that he had a relationship with God, because verse 23 says, For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve. And the first thing he says that he speaks to while we're going through the storm is our fear. He said, Fear not. When we start down this road, and all these things that's coming our way, God says, I'm going to silence your fear because many people right now are operating in fear because they don't know what the next, the, the next day is going to bring. But God wants to calm our fears. He says, fear not. He says, no one is going to be lost nor their lives is going to be lost. He said, just, just fear not. In other words, God is saying, trust me through your storm." Trust me through your storm. The storm is coming, and he's teaching us how to navigate through the storm. He's teaching us. Those th- that's which is coming. He says, I'm teaching them right now how to make sure that when they, they're navigating and they're in the, the very midst and in, 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 in the, the depth of the deep of the storm, it's almost like getting caught up in a hurricane. He said, listen, make sure I'm your reference point. Don't let something else be your reference point or dictate to you whether or not you're going to make it or not. A lot of people say, well, I'm not going to make it. Well, who's your reference point? Who told you that? Who, who told us that we weren't going to make it? How long has it been? Over a year? Going into two maybe? Over a year? COVID gone. I've learned to take off the mask because it's a, it's a whole... It's a, it's a theory behind all that mess. I learned to take my vitamins. God is good. God is good. The Lord is good. He says now, he says now, he said, there was this angel. 
And he's giving an instructions not to fear. Because, see, he says, you're going to reach your destination. Now, verse number 25 says this. It says, wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I do what? I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me. In other words, this is what he said. Listen, I believe God. Whatever God told you as far as your storm situation and what you're going to encounter, you believe God. You stand on God's word. We stood on Psalms 91. We stood on Psalms 91 and still standing on Psalms 91. Amen. We stand on that. God said it won't even come now or dwelling. That's God's word. So you'll be able to navigate, but you've got to make sure your reference point is God. Don't, don't put your trust in man. Your reference point is God. Paul hears God. God speaks to him. He hears. He comes back, and he shares with the people. He shares with the people. God says it's going to be all right. Word to the house today, God is saying, even though we're going to be navigating through that storm, if you follow the things that God said, he said, we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. I'm not even worried about that. We're going to be all right. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it seems like, we are going to be all right. Okay? And here's the final point. Here's the final anchor. Final anchor. Verse number 30 in Acts chapter number 27. Verse number 30 says, And as the shipmen were about to flee out of the ship, when they had let down the boat into the sea under colors as though they would have cast anchors out of the foreship, Paul said to the centurion, verse 31, he says to the centurion and to the soldiers, Except these abide in the ship, ye cannot be saved. And the last verse, verse 32 says, Then the soldiers cut off the ropes of the boat and left her and let her fall off. So what is that fourth anchor point? Sticking together. God said, don't bail out in hard times. Hard times coming, but he said, don't bail out. Don't know who I'm talking about. Somebody might be ready to bail out in their relationship, ready to bail out in their marriage, ready to bail out from their job, ready to bail out. God said, you got to stick together. You got to stick together. Whatever your situation may be, running away, God says this, running away from your situation or your problem, God said, don't quit. Don't jump ship. Don't abandon the ship. You're going to make sure. You stick together because hard times coming. Hard times are coming. But you got to stick together. You got to stick as not only as a church family, but as a family as a whole, you know, and, and your friends, you got to stick together. Don't bail out because of hard times. In other words, don't give up because of hard times. Don't walk away from God because of hard times. Because, see, he's the one that's going to get you to your destination and your purpose. So, in navigating, in navigating in life, in life, through a life storm, remember the four things God said. The four things he said, first of all, be careful. 
of the advice that you receive by making unwise decisions. Don't follow somebody to give you the wrong, wrong advice. The second thing God says is take charge of your storm. You got to take charge of your storm. The third thing is make sure God is your reference point. And the last thing is sticking together. Stay together. Don't, don't bail out. Don't jump out the ship. Because see, what they had decided to do, they had decided, since Paul had told them that the ship was gonna, going to wreck, it was going to hit some rocks, they decided they were going to bail out. They are going to jump out the big ship and get in little ships. Ain't going to think they're going to say it. Let me tell you something. The biggest ship that we've got is God himself. I don't care what anybody bring you or tell you, go this way, we need to do it. No, if God did not speak it, do not jump ship. Don't bail out. Amen? Navigating through the life storms. Navigate through your storm. Storms that's coming, destruction that's coming, the deception that's coming. God has given us the, the anchor points that we need to make it through. And you know what? Paul made it. Because God told him, so listen, you've got to go before Caesar. See, you have not yet fulfilled your purpose. You have not yet reached your destiny. See, life is not over yet. Mm-mm. Life is not over yet. I don't care how old you get. Until you fulfill God's purpose and reach his destination, life is not over for you. We've got to make sure we know how to navigate, y'all. Make sure we know how to navigate through life storms. Amen. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. 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 A word of hope.